I like to honor my ancestors first because um, through the, um, their wisdom, we are still here. And I like to say thank you, um, especially in giving us the signs to help us to understand what's happening around us. And um, as we are told many times, there will be signs for us. But we would have gone through a transition where we have gone to sleep. In the Bible, it talks about uh, the dead shall rise. And so that is what is happening. And we are becoming awake. And when he said, I turn over the stones, I was always asking questions. I wanted to know the truth. I was born into history, and so I asked a lot of questions. And so I was given many teachers, and I was very blessed. And I always listened at a very young age because they were sharing what I really wanted. I had such a strong desire to know the truth. And my grandma says, I mean, my grandfather had said, you're going to be a teacher. And I said, no, I don't want to be a teacher because I know what they go through. <laughs> and But my name even says that about me because it, my name is Ganadisa, and it was given to me by the people in my uh, community and in my, my longhouse. And it talks about the work that I do for the people. I must make sure the village is complete. And so in doing so, I must have the answers so when they ask the questions, I will be able to answer. And so at a very young age, I was always asking and wanting to understand. And so I heard a lot of the words of them that have now gone on, and so i like to share them with you. They said there would be a time when the people, our children, will, um, our children will be um, given away by the parents for their desire, and that's so true because I work for addiction. I had been a counselor for many years, and I saw how um, even Lee Brown had shared that story with me a long time ago about how time would come when our our children will be um, given by the parents. In, in place of um, the drugs and the alcohol, and it's happening. It's happening all over, and it's happening so much, so fast. And and then it says our all, our children will also forget their ways of being respectful to all things. So my grandma said, you have to, um, we have to groom them, and have to remind them of their responsibilities and their duties. And it's very sad today because a lot of children. Um, this one, one of my children had said to me, Mom, she says, I have seen so many that have been disrespectful to their grandmothers and their grandfathers. And I said, I told her that's what was going to happen. And I says, but we will teach those that will be reminding to others to help them to remember their roles in life. And it says, our children will become, as they say, disrespectful. And we must be very careful our values we will lose if they they see this house of money coming on our in our area in our land, and that the house of money would be casinos, and so they tell us that we will lose a lot of our values, and and they tell us to be mindful and really speak of not having that within your community. It has its. Um, it has its pros and cons, but the long result of it is the sadness and grief. And then they've talked about um, our leaders, 
the leaders, their heads will roll. And that's so true of what is happening. You see it all over the world. There's so much confusion, and there's so much um, being dishonest. There's so much of um, chaos. There, people are hungry for truth. And so that is the time that we will, we will come to hear and know in our hearts what is truth, and we will take that, and we will, as they say, digest it. We will take it in, and we will have, um, and truth will come out, and that's why they say this is a time of truth. For when the eagle has landed, there will be much change in the world, and that's what even Mad Bear had talked about when I spoke with him a long time ago. I was very fortunate to meet many of these Many of these speakers, uh, Thomas Banyanka, he he had come and he had stayed here with me too. And so I have listened to Wallace Black Elk. I have listened to many people from all over. And one of the ones I really treasured was Sarah Smith, Grandmother Sarah Smith. She is the one that told us that we would have to get ready. And so she gathered us women late in the late 80s, and we gathered together to rebuild that fire again for our for our coming faces. And so she brought in all these teachers and we shared the understanding of all the people so that we could have a better understanding what was going to come into play. And she said we would have to get ready because there would the time would come when we would have to help them. We would give them the teachings again and they will be willing to listen. And so we must open our hearts and speak of peace again of the Ganelegoa, the great law of peace. And so we must get ready, and we must, in that also goes back to the the landing, I mean, the, of, the, of the eagle. Because in that time, the um, alcohol was now being broken. And there, again, Mad Bear talked about how the alcohol, how the, how the men did ceremonies after they were refused to go to the U.N., and so that time was was very important for all our people because the alcohol was to be broken from us. We would no longer, because we would now see the truth in what that gift was. Because they say that time would come when they would um, they would try to remove our minds, take those those things from our minds, their their truth. And so if they give us these things called sickness and, and death. They will no longer be obligated to their truth, and so we have to look at that again, because um, many of our treaties are being dishonored. But we must be careful, because when they weaken our minds, we will not be able to fight them uh, in the way of the, their truth, their words that we have recorded, we have shared. That is what I mean. When we have we have heard their words, and we have. Um, recorded their words, and their words are recorded in the history books. And so it is a time that history will change and we will become, they will come again because they said we will see this fire that has come. It will come from the east, this the sun. This fire would come and it would come of, we know it could be of warmth or it could be of, um, of chaos, of damaging and hurting. And so we knew that the first fire, what it was, it was of destruction. And so they said, but that fire, do not worry, for that fire will burn itself out because it, was, it would be the time, there would be a sign that we would see in the sky that would tell us that the time has changed. 
And that is the time when the eagle had landed again, because it's amazing when you hear our stories and hear other people's story. It it validates what we had heard and then makes it sense makes sense of it all. And so what had happened was that's when the hippie power, the hippies were um, coming out, and and that's when love became a different kind of love, love for one another. And so that love is that fire, the fire of compassion and caring. And so that little fire has started to been carried throughout. And they said our our chiefs had talked about the time when when the the fire of the Ganaligoa, the great law of peace, was to be carried out. But because of the things that has come, to, the men had to stop and protect the lands. And so the Ganaligoa was put, as they say, put to the side so that they could defend their lands and their people. And so they said the fire would be held in a way so it would be kept so that when the time was right, they will bring out that fire again. And that's what our, our leaders have done and one that very stands out in our mind is Jake Thomas. He had come and he had he had come to that part of um, sharing that knowledge, not only to our people but to all. And so it was the opening of that fire again, and that was so important because that fire opened up the hearts of many people. This fire was to be of compassion and caring, of the pathway of peace. And so we bring this back together of the Gunaligoa, that message. And that's what they say. It, this message is to be carried across. And Lee Brown, when his last visit here, this is what he, he had said to us. He said, in the times to come, when, 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 when there will be chaos, the people will come because they carry that gift that is to help others. And so he left us with that. And now we have gone through all that, and we have seen the, the surge of, the Ganaligoa coming again, and the great law of peace has been now recited every year where it used to be just um, every so often, but now it has come back, and it is traveling to all our territories. And the first thing they do that is so beautiful and so loving and full of compassion is they, they show why we had lost our, our, our spirit. It's called decolonize. And so they teach, share with us the understanding what happened to our spirit. And so by the end of the, uh, the time of the gathering, many people have become more and more aware. More and more people are coming and gathering, and so they're hearing it every year now. And so we've had it. We've had it in different territories of our, of our communities. And so it is, again, the fire. And so this fire has, it says that it is to be carried across. And so the men had gone out for, before us, and they had prepared the ground. And so now it is the grandmothers that are getting, getting our people ready, because they said when we had gathered the women, I mean gathered the people in the late um, 80s, um, the cry of the eagle on the, the Grand River. We had uh, many people from all over the world come here. And as they said at that time, they asked all the spiritual leaders to get their people ready because in time there will be much chaos, there will be much sadness. We must get our people back to spirituality because there will be 
that will be their way to overcome these things that is going to happen. And so I have seen many things that has happened because of what is what I was told. And he talked about how the whatever is happening to nature, we will see it in our children. We will see many of our children being born, just like how the frogs and how the all the birds and all these our nature are being showing to us how we must be careful because this can happen to our children. And it's so sad to see the babies that are coming that are affected by the things that is happening. And one of the most important things that I always remember is from the old grandmas was that there's going to come a time when the women or when the people will become impatient and they will want to see what is their gift. And that means their baby and that is what we know today as ultrasound. My mom, my grandmas, they all, they said, when you become the mother, we do not want you to do that to show to um, to do go through that process because she said it will weaken their minds. It will weaken because this this is when they are newborn. They are just forming all their gifts. She said, you must not let that happen to your child. You must let this. You must just think of this gift as a gift from Creator, and you don't open it till Christmas. And so I remember those things that they had talked about. And I have seen so many babies that are born. And some, it's so sad because they get them done a um, couple of times to really know what their, babies are go- what their babies are going to be. And even they say that even because of that, they will use this technology, they will use this tool that will shorten our lives and it's... Um, this new science that we have out there, and it's sad because more sickness has been created in the last, I would say, um, in the 60s, more disease has risen as a result of what is happening in the world. And they said our seeds, and this is one of our one of our teachings from Our Lady in our community is uh, Iona Anderson. She talked really strong about our seeds. She said, we must take care of our seeds because they're our future. Because each of these seeds were given instruction how to make us well. She said, there will become a time when the man will interfere and will try to make the seeds and there will be nothing in those foods. And this is why we will have a, a uh, population of unhealthy unhealthiness in our minds, in our bodies, in our spirits, in our hearts. We will no longer have the foods that was given to us that had the instructions how to make us well, for their spirit will have been taken away. And so we must look after our seeds because they are like our children. And so we are told many times over that there will be much chaos and there will be a, there will be, um, we will see, um, how they say, that many people will fall asleep. They will go to bed and they will not rise. They will, they will pass away in their sleep. They, will, they also talked about the time when our children would leave and we may not see them again and our children may disappear and we will not be able to find them. And it has happened so many times. So there are things that we need to think about. They talked about us having um, this new... Um, it was unbelievable at the time because when the phones came, it was amazing how they worked. But the old people said 
there will come a time when you will be able to see the people you are talking to, and it will be, you will hold it, you will see it, you will see their face, and you will see them, and they will be many miles away. And so I have seen this, because the first time I, I was at a gathering, I was to do the opening in, in at a place in Toronto, and I was um, it was aired way out in Thunder Bay, and so I said, I looked and I um, I could not imagine that I would have lived to see this day. But my grandfather spoke of the time. He says, you are going to see many things that will come to be fulfilled. And one of the things I hope you see is that the truth will become known and that all the things that we have known for all our lives, for our ancestors, he says, it will be validated. And so when we were doing one of the ceremonies, I was talking about the waters because I worked as a, uh, I worked at the treatment center, and I was doing talking about the waters, the grandmother moon, and um, I said, one day you're going to hear this that all the things that we have shared, they will tell you that it is validated. When there will be many people that will speak of it, and Dr. Emoto was one of them, and that was brought forward to me by a young man, and so I have been very blessed to see so much of the truth being validated today. And last uh, summer, I was very grateful to be in the presence of hearing the scholars saying to uh, the audience that we need to now validate the wisdom of the uh, the indigenous people. That was what my grandfather had, had told me, and I lived to see that day, and it was the most powerful day for me to ever experience was to hear those words. So you see, truth is on the rise, and we are here to share the truth. And that truth is way deep inside of each of us. And that truth is the fire that each of us hold, and that's what we are told. Because this truth will come out, and it will um, it will bring that new fire. And so many people are, are hearing, they are rising, as they say, from the dead. We are no longer being like zombies walking around. We are hearing because creation has left us many signs and many symbols. We have been given many dreams. We have been given many words that have slipped into our minds. And it is like a key. It has opened another door of understanding life. We have those aha moments. And those are the words that was given to us by our ancestors to help us to rise up again because we will have that gift to create the new world. And it was amazing because my father was a veteran and we would go to all these veterans do. In that time, we'd be shaking hands and there was a lady there, an elderly lady from Europe, and she held my hand and she said, can I share something? And I told her, yes. She said, do you believe in the future? I said, yes. Do you believe people have the ability to see? I said, yes. She said, I'd like to share something. And so she read my hands, and she told me that I would see the time when truth would be known. But she also explained that I will be part of a, the group that will be creating this new world. For there will be many that will, are waiting and that are listening and wanting change. 
And so she said, you will be traveling great distance. You will be, you will be asked to, to come and share the truth of peace. And so that all people will feel the love and the compassion again and understand that the indigenous way was given, the knowledge was given to us by the land. And so that from her, our mother, we have learned how to walk in truth. For all around us, we see there has been lies because our mother is suffering so much because she has heard so many lies of being, um, not being respected. The people are now seeing the truth and all those that were in leadership that had said they would honor as long as the grass grows and the water flows. And so they are now getting to understand that these treaty belts were not just meant for our people, but they were meant for all mankind. They were to take care of the land, the air, and the water. All our belts speak of taking care of our mother, the earth, and showing respect. And so these are some of the symbols that help us to remember the truth that is to be known. They said there will be time when, uh, when our people would walk around carrying cans to give them breath. Isn't that oxygen? Our people are suffering, and it is of our lungs because our, our people are so heavy in grief. Our people have forgotten how to cry. The people have forgotten how to take care of themselves because the Creator has given us so many gifts to help us to become well, but we have forgotten. And so those things are coming back to us again. They are coming, and people are becoming. They're listening to their intuition. They're listening to the voices of their spirit saying that it is time. It is time for change. And it is amazing because the youth are wanting to see a different a different part of creation. And they wanted to know the true love. And so being in this place, going and seeing I, what I was told when I had, um, I had asked, what am I going to do when I get, I am the only one, because the voices of all those that had shared their knowledge with me have passed on. And they said, we you will hear us, we will speak to you, but you must just keep your eyes and your ears alert, for we will speak to you in many ways, and we will speak to you of how to do, to bring forth the truth that is needed to be heard. And so when I go out to these places, I was told by um, one of my elders at the time, my mentor, he had told me, now you have heard these words of, of us, he says, now it is your, your duty is to go visiting because that's how we learned a long time ago. And so all the things that I do, I, I put it in my mind. I am going visiting. I'm taking this visit, this journey, to share what was to be given. And so this is how the message was carried a long time ago. And so when I go visiting, I hear the people, when I visit... Not only the indigenous people, but the many people of the world. And when I hear them speak, they're asking questions. And I sit there and I listen to them. And I said, you know what? When I'm hearing these words come from you, it is a time. You are an affirmation of the most beautiful gift that we have done for you a long time ago. 
all the grandmothers had gathered a long time ago. And our grandfathers and grandmothers before us, the grandmothers of today, and the great-grandmothers, I said, they prayed for you. And I said, what I'm hearing now is affirmation of those prayers and those ceremonies. And every time someone walked into the treatment center, I held my arms open. I said, welcome home. Welcome home. I said, you are an answer to a prayer, and I am very grateful that you have made it here. And I thanked them. Because you see, their, their eyes are becoming open. They are understanding that now they need to know the truth. And it is so powerful that I have seen many have, I have taught many to cry again, because that is my duty. As a grandmother, I am to show you how to cry again, how to be connected to your heart, because only by crying can you see truth, can you know truth. And that is why the tears were given, the waters was given to us to help us. So much has come to us. And so we are, we are in this place. We have seen much sickness, and it is that the people have told us that there will be much sickness in our bodies because they will be, I'm trying to think how they put it, sickness will be put into us, into our bodies. And the only way I can think of it is in today's language would be needles when they when they give us um, when they inject us with uh, at, um, at a very young age, and so it's because um, Creator has given us all these things, and the medicines are still there, and they are still like us. They are still following their duty. Some of them have been standing steadfast because all these seeds originally came from the sky world. And it was to help us in our time of crisis, to help us to come alert to all these things again. And they tell us that we must eat deer meat because these other animals that we will, that we have been exposed to, they will be injected with, um, again, injected with, um, that will disrupt our balance inside of us. And so it is said that we must always have um, that... Um, traditional food. We are to eat our foods without all these things because they said the food that we are served today, they have lost their spirit. And so that is why people have to put many things on top of them. It's just like having ketchup, mayonnaise, and and um, dressing, salad dressing, all these things on them to make them taste like the way they used to. And so it is said in our way we must learn how to get back to basic. We must learn how to go without. Because our people have always been in that place without, because it makes us long stronger. And that's what my grandmother had always talked about. Learn how to go without, and that's what we call fasting. So that when you go older, you will be without pain. You will be all without sickness. And so I have chosen to be that way. For I'm very lucky that I am here today and I am. Um, I still play volleyball. I still do these things that that um, I see a lot of my um, my um, younger generation. They're not able to because a lot of them are are being being um, denied that privilege of having a healthy body. And so I um, send out prayers. Send out so much prayers every day to the restoring of peace to restore their wellness, their well, 
because it was also predicted that we must come together and bring forth the truth that is needed so that it can restore us to being well again. And so I say, with much love and gratitude, I'm very grateful for having this time to share some of the knowledge. There is more. I know there is more, but this is all I can remember at the time. Well, I hope you heard the drum. <laughs> wow. That was a treat. That was a real treat. And you know what? I'm I'm going to reveal something tonight. Renee mentioned a name of a woman. And I have never told anybody. Matter of fact, the only person that knows that grandmother Sarah, and I'm sure Sarah doesn't remember, but John Red Hat was... The, the Colonel John Duke knows John Red Hat was the person that wanted me to start this show up, but he he wanted me first to talk with Grandmother Sarah, and I spoke with her on the phone, and she said, she says I can only teach traditionally, she says I can't go on the media, but she did give her blessing to the project. I've never told anybody about that, so. The, the intent here was to remind people about what Mad Bear did and get them talking about prophecy and, and uh, uh, those kind of things. And uh, that's... Uh, anyway, you gasped when you heard John Red Hat. Uh, or, or why did you gasp, Renee? <laughs> I heard a his name um, from Sarah. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I have I've never I have spoken to her since. I'm just uh, uh, now that was 2004, and um, um, but I I got I got kicked. Uh, the thing it kicked me in, into this lane because uh, I was uh, I, I knew I had Cherokee ancestry, but in in late 1985, and I found out later that it was Mad Bear, and I found out later that he had passed away earlier that year. But um, uh, he came to me in a dream, um, and I, I didn't know who he was until 96. I just remembered that he was a round-faced, pockmarked-faced man, <laughs> and he had... Now, listen, this is where it gets wild. He had a, a chain around his neck with a white stone oblong stone and his name was written in the stone and there was a key embedded in the stone but I wasn't allowed to remember the name and all he said to me was when are you going to do something about Gardner Green's genealogy well and that was it well uh, I had known Rolling Thunder and RT and and he were close and um uh and Zula Brinkerhoff uh, was a uh, adopted daughter of David Monangi, and uh, uh, so they're the ones that kind of they were getting older, and, and uh, I expressed an interest, and you know, <laughs> um, it's just been something I've chased since I was thirty, and uh, it's been it's been fun. It really has. Matter of fact, I, I was thinking of. Uh, uh, of, of changing the uh, the bumper music for this program to uh, 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 I don't know if you ever saw that movie Dewey Cox 
the, the the one at the very end, you know, where he talks about it's a beautiful ride. It's been a beautiful ride. It really has. Yes. But, um, it, it really has, because all those things that they told us, uh, and, and we knew back then that things were going to happen, but in 30 years we've seen that it was really in spades, you know, and I was just, uh, and I'll bet you kind of wondered, I bet you kind of lost hope until this last generation was born. Um, this group of kids is serious about saving the planet. Um, which was oddly predicted by uh, uh, a guy that wrote a book years ago, you know, about these cycles, 40-year and 80-year cycles and, and the pendulum with things work. And, uh, but we're at an end of another 80, you know, 75 to 80 years between major wars and, and uh, oh, my gosh, you know. <laughs> uh, so I, we don't have to worry about, oh, who was it that said, in the back of the 1700s, may you live in, in interesting times. We got them. <laughs> no, nothing boring. <laughs> nothing boring. But, hey, Mark, do you have any thoughts? Well, um, I was thinking what she I was reminded as she was talking and mentioning the aspect of truth. Probably one of the really interesting things that the Hopi elders said was that uh, you can't uh, fight the problem of this world using the same thing, you know, trying to... I said one of the major problems that we have is um, people and countries and different entities trying to, to force their will upon another person or group or whatever, right? You know, get their way by whatever means necessary, even force. And they said, we cannot fight that problem using the same problem. <laughs> they said, the only thing we have to fight with is the energy of truth itself. So I was, as she was talking, that was what was popping to my head most of the time, was what they were saying about, we, yeah, we have yeah. to fight with the truth, the energy and the power of the truth. And that was coming across what she was saying, is how this truth and this power and fire inside the person, and once the person makes that kind of connection with the truth, that he just can't put it back in the bottle. And everybody's connecting to that and they're all connecting to the same truth and you're unifying and that truth is making them understand how to help each other care about each other and the more they do that the more power they get to be able to help each other in gifts and what we would call mystical powers ability paranormal whatever you want to call it it will become more and more prevalent until we're just doing it i think that's part of what uh, that whole prophecy of the you know the tree of peace and all the peace and stuff is about too because that's when people find out that the truth and the peace are connected because once they understand the truth and they realize they are connected and they are one another and each of us are inside each other and then we work with that then our abilities um for the power and the things that we can do are, are amazing because then we can trust each other and trust ourselves with that kind of power. Because can you imagine the kind of power if people could weren't 
you know, honest and trustworthy and peaceful and stuff, if they had the ability just to do things like bilocate, do all these paranormal things, <laughs> they're abusing their power anyway. What if they were able to do that stuff? So it's. I think it's going to be interesting because I think as we move forward, things will get worse and we'll go into purification. But at the same time, we're going to have all these people that are discovering the truth and, and getting these abilities and stuff, and they'll have... We'll be going through chaotic times, but we'll also have a group of people that are ma- master healers and uh, can bring us through it. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting to sit and watch what's going <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the internet and, and uh, uh, looking at a lot, a lot of different things. And uh, well, listen, uh, we probably ought to go ahead and run. Appreciate you. Uh, oh, uh, um, well, anyway, I don't think grandmother or Renee, you don't have a, a, a you're not on Facebook as far as I could find out. So uh, <laughs> anyway, well, if if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they can get in touch with me. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll do it traditionally. <laughs> but, but anyway, thank you Wait. so much for, uh, for, for coming on. I appreciate okay, excuse you. Excuse me. Uh, my grandchildren give me uh, um, a way. To, they said, Grandma, you need to be in touch with everybody's going to be wanting to talk to you. So they give me <laughs> <Go>. an email. <laughs> Good. Good. Hill. At live.ca. Is that uh, B as in boy or R Hill? Yeah, just R E R E as in Eva, R as in Renee, H Hill, H I L L, at live.ca. Right, okay. But is there a, is there a B in front of Renee or B R Hill? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, we appreciate you, and uh, thank you. Uh, may you be blessed in your and safe in your travels. And you too. Good night, everybody. <laughs> we'll good see night. you all next week. Good night. Thanks a lot, Mark. Bye.